And I am aware now. Aware now. The official platform for causes. Tune in and turn it up as we raise awareness one story at a time for the causes that tie us all together. Jonathan Furlong is a Southern California native, best classified as a self-taught lifestyle and street photographer. Furlong is self-described as hypercritical with an anxiety-ridden mind, constantly seeking ways to capture authentic beauty and chaos through the lens of photography. He embraces imperfections, true-to-life scenery, and candidness. To him, photography is the art of preserving moments for eternity allowing those who experience his work to look into the past and to understand how it sets the stage for the future. Furlong, what's going on? I'm good, man. It was interesting, interesting morning to say the least. Positive ups and downs, but. Um, We appreciate you doing this interview with us for Aware Now Magazine or this conversation. I like to start off with everyone I talk to by asking one question. And it's, who are you? Not what is your name, but who are you? Uh, Me, for the longest time, I was a lost individual. Um, I always thought I knew, loving life, had huge ambitions. I could do no wrong. Um, Everyone loved me. So I had a different view of myself than the reality of uh, how other people saw me, I guess. Like my, yeah, I mean, I always, everything about me always had good intentions. I just, now now I'm at a point where I'm realizing there is a lot more behind it and areas I was completely unaware of and it could only make me a better person. And that's, uh, I guess, summed it up a little bit. There's, I can go way deeper, but it's just natural. That's a big one, a lot of people a lot of people stumble there or you know ramble i think you know what i would ask is who are how do you who are you today like who's john i'm actually i'm i'm becoming the version that i always thought it could be and that i always people in my life you know my partner which were separated i could say that now i have to clarify because you know she always thought of me in that way of what I was capable of and how my parents or how my friends and certain people that had that they saw it in me yeah I just never knew how to get there or believe in myself and now I finally come to a stage in my life where I know myself worth I know where I'm at I know who I can be and becoming becoming that individual and being confident being on an interview with you guys like I would never, you know, I could never have done this without well, a lot, getting. A lot of it's people, places, and things. Yeah, exactly. That's what I, I find. It. That's been one of the biggest tools that I've I've found is like, no matter how hard it is to change your people, places, and things, once you do, then you follow suit, or at least I did. That's my experience. Yeah. And I can tell you, looking from the outside in, bro, I had a. It was wonderful having you around, and and I I see you. You know, I see you, you know, I don't see all that other stuff. And it helps when someone doesn't see that other stuff, but I, I see you and, and 
and, and I like what I see. So that's why we wanted to talk to you yeah. today. And, and likewise, I mean, there's similarities that I have with people. It's just now, especially me, where I am, my brain is firing on a different level than it has the past 20 years. And that is due to, you know, a lot of substance that I've put in to cope and get through life. And I always, there's more areas where, you know, obviously addiction and certain zones, but I had a completely uh, incorrect view on it. And I always thought, you know, me being an alcoholic was, I'm doomed. I got this fucking disease and I'm gonna have to battle it the rest of my life. And through the process of what has transpired and say the past 10 months now, where I'm learning a completely different um, way of things. And I'm being like uh, alcoholism or addiction. Those are the, for me, this is me personally, are the top layers of something that stems way deeper and way deeper to the root of, you know, insecurities, behaviors that I was, you know, how I was raised, how I was taught. And it's no one's fault, no one's blame. It's just getting in and diving into that deep shit that no one wants to or no one even realizes, you know, they have. Yeah, that's it's, there. Yeah. It's it's there. I'm, there's there's reasons behind it all. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I'll, I'll just say one thing and then we'll get into your work. You know, Shepard made some really great comments about who I am today versus who I was before. And at the heart of that, he was like, he always says, well, he was always a good guy, but you know, <laughs> there's always yeah. that, you know. Um, yeah. But he always, to your point, other people see what we can't. And, you know, when you start being able to visualize what they see and you can actualize it. So, you know, uh, as brothers in a ditch, I'm here for you if yeah. you ever need. Yeah, it, it's just really believing in yourself. And, you know, you can always say that it's just actually doing it. And be like, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> like, you know, this is about me and I, I have control over it. And it's not, you know, an endless battle. I'm not a piece of shit or all the things right. that you, you tell yourself. And your mind is so powerful in that way. Yeah, it loves the negative shit. The inner dialogue changes. Um, so let's let's move on um, to, you know, I almost want to ask how all that shit affected your work, but I think we can get there later. Tell us yeah. why why did you get into photography? Photography for me, that was the one. I mean, my dad has done good things in life, but um, he was a videographer, so I was kind of surrounded by cameras and everything there so when i was young i picked up film cameras and i was shooting when i was you know six i just running around clicking a fucking point and shoot and then in school i was really into the concept of like a war journalist like being taking photos in like active war zones and i was very uh, intrigued by it it was confusing that i never you know i was like wait why do I like this? I kind of felt weird, but I had a teacher in high school and he was a Vietnam vet uh, photographer. And so we connected and I kind of learned way more. And that's what was intriguing. And I always thought photography for me was freezing a moment in time. And, you know, I'm able to keep that. Like it's, and also it sounds weird, but it's something I never had to 
really try hard to get a photo where it just came very natural to me, where I felt extremely confident and I just looked at the world differently. And I was able to use a camera to capture what was going on in my mind or how I view things. And through that whole process, I did it as a full hobby. Like I, this is something I love to do. I didn't care if I was in a dark room for 12, 14 hours. The older I got, I started getting a little more pissed off. My teachers would try to control like how something should look, but <laughs> it was just something that I, I really enjoyed. I never thought of it fully as leading me to a profession. I always wanted to, but I did want to be a, a war journalist, a war consultant. And my parents shot me down. And yeah, nope, you're not. You're not going to war. That was really I'm what I wanted to do. That, that yeah, might have. I, that might have been your inner self trying to put yourself in harm's way. You know. Yeah. And, trying, and to could, trying to be too excited. Trying to be too excited. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, <laughs> I'm thankful, but it's. It was more that concept of even my younger self of the bigger picture and like what I can do with this and, and really making it have a voice and tell a story. Because I mean, a photo does, it frees, freezes time. And, you know, I think a lot of people forget that or just even look at it that way where you take a photo of someone and I look at it like as a, a portrait. I'm now thinking like, what are they, what's going on in their mind? Where are they having a good day, bad day? Like I'm able to, you know, there's a lot more behind it. That's all. Yeah, I agree. What, um, what is like, what, if you had to think of one photo or one job or one person, and I know that that's a random big question, but like, what was your favorite, what was your favorite job or your favorite hobby shot? Like, is there one thing that sticks out that really moved the needle for you where you realized who you were and what was going on? For me, I don't know. I might have to circle back to that one because that's kind of, I think I'm focusing too hard. One, is there one person that you've shot that's your favorite? My daughter. That's I guess that, yeah, shooting photos of her and just, there's specific ones where I've just, I look at them and just that happiness, joy, and just, her yeah there's just so much connection and the feeling behind it like her personality my personality all transpiring into that photo where it's moment. pure yeah it's a pure moment pure there's so much energy internal energy that we're both projecting to create that that moment and i'm able to you know like i said to have that for the rest of my life and i get to share that she gets to her mom does as well and it's just right for generations to come hopefully yeah um so i guess let's talk about louisville for a minute how'd you like louisville louisville is interesting i mean it's i've never been i've only been to um like south of north carolina so i haven't been to the south and so i didn't know what to expect people are like oh there's like really farm hill land and you know some downtown stuff and i just like oh i you know, I was going in blind, but I had the most optimistic and positive attitude and just accepted and go in. And I, you know, even fully meeting you, I've heard of you, or I'm sure we crossed paths before, but I was, Eddie was like, you had to have met Eddie. Like, 
fucking been around forever. And I was like, I don't know. But regardless of that, it was, you know, exciting. And the everyone was extremely kind and generous and made it very welcoming. And it was nice and at ease, like peaceful, no stress. Like I felt it with the rest of the team. Like our energy was just good. We, you know, ran into tiny little problems, but it was just like, hey, it is what it is. Let's just keep going. Let's just do this, you know? And the support from everyone on the, um, the subject of the mural, where the mural is at, why we're here, what we're doing it for, you know, everything behind like Shepard's voice and why, you know, was received extremely well. At least that's what we got from everyone. Like there was moments where I'm like, ooh, like, I wonder how people will react. And every city we go to, depending on the subject of the wall, or like you might get haters or people like, what the fuck? are you guys doing this or but every single person that came by was thumbs up doing a great job only positive reinforcement and that just keeps transcending into you know yeah everyone's uh, everyone's energy yeah. yeah i mean it's safe to say that that, that <coughs> giant ali mural was pretty cool but like you were on the ground doing it like you were up there right you were getting the yeah. drone what did you think when you actually got the pull back and look at that massive mural of ali Oh, it was amazing. It was, you know, breathtaking in a way. And just how that was one thing where it was a little sad, where it's like a lot of things I noticed were, you know, abandoned buildings. It's, you know, it has a form of poverty that I wish was, you know, looked at more and was more of a concern for people because everyone, just because, you know, you're born and raised somewhere doesn't mean you have to, you know, continue to that's not your life you're not defined by it and people just neglect it in a way and just like well fuck like why like you can go 10 miles the other direction and it's nice like why yeah why can't you all coincide and and having that mural there it's going to bring attention like you stand back and you look at it and you're like wow like it's hard you can't miss it and it just brings something beautiful for someone people to look at you know you might have a hard day and you look up and be like hey that's that's you know right great looking yeah, yeah. great looking and you got muhammad ali on it so it's like you have all the things that he's about and it's it causes you know you to think and or you just yeah it might brighten your day just seeing something colorful it could be as simple as that yeah lead you I, in a good direction i took a the former mayor, Greg Fisher, picked me up yesterday and I took him over for the first time to see the mural and he was a big champion of ours to get this done. And he was just like amazed, you know, and he also told me, <laughs> some, he told me some plans that are coming up surrounding the area based on kind of the progress that we were all a part of, you know? And yeah. I think we see those kind of murals all the time, right? Especially you, but for the city of Louisville, they've never seen anyone come in and rock it like that in four days, you know? Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, cool. I mean, uh, it was it was amazing. I thoroughly enjoyed Kentucky. I thoroughly enjoyed meeting everyone, and the experience, and like I said, just in that magazine thing, where um, I always wish I had more time in cities. A lot of times we get there, we are busy. It's you know, airport, hotel, wall, and repeat, and eating at the same joints, muscles and burgers. You know, it's like yeah. eat, work eat work go and you know um so it's 
it's well, parts well, I have. If you ever want to come back, you got a place to stay. So, yeah, okay, I appreciate that. Little, yeah, bring your daughter. Yeah, you can stay for the weekend. Definitely, but yeah, that's that was something I always just wish we had more time to soak in more and be involved in the culture and just what the city's about. And really getting you know a full full spectrum and like understanding to the best of I, I can of where I'm at. What do you got? What's coming up besides travel, chef? What do you got coming? Uh, I've been working on just like personal um, aspects of my photography where. <laughs> it's always just sort of a weird thing with me where you know doing family photos or shooting things that I used to be like ah, too good for that or it's a pain in the ass or you know I'm I'm not that photographer and I'm kind of take a fully different approach where I I'm finally okay with I know I'm good at what I do I'm you know, I know my worth. I know I can provide something that, you know, there's a lot of other people that do this, but I have my own spin on it. I This is something part of my life. And taking that approach where I can take, um, do like family stuff, more of an intimate take on it. Like, it's not just like, hey, let's go to a park and shoot a family photo. I have a concept of like going into and being fully immersed in a family and telling an intimate um, story with my photography of this family. Like it's all candid, it's all just who they are as a family and it's strictly for them and taking that approach that I can provide that for them. And it's, you know, my skill, the way I see things and they can have this for the rest of their life. So I'm kind of transitioning or just having that as an option when I'm not traveling, when I want to do more creative work in, in a different realm. But it's still kind of like aspects of what I do for Shepherd and on our trips where it's all candid, where I'm just doing what we naturally do. And I want to have that same component into something that a lot of people, you know, it's like, stay and take a picture. I'm like, no, I'm going to involve it into a different sort of side business that I can provide. A purpose, yeah, basically. I like, I like that idea. It sounds sounds like a natural progression or a, a, a natural thought to be able to capture those intimate moments versus stand here and hold your kid and then there it is. You know? <laughs> yeah. You know, come to your house and hang out all day Sunday and then we're going to grab some real moments that yeah. people want to remember. Um, so let me ask you this. You know, we, we all know that there's a mental health crisis in our country, in the world. You know, and, and there's gun violence and all these massive issues that none of us have the answer for, but we all have our own perspectives. You know, do you, you know, obviously, you know, I'm on this artist for trauma mission now. Um, mm -hmm. What would you, what would you tell the young struggling John about the possibility of the art world or expressing yourself through art as far as a healing component? Oh. drawing a blank because it's like it's hard it's a, for me to it's a tough question i mean obviously there's a lot there's okay a lot well, let me so let me change it what would you tell a young a young photographer or artist that's struggling to figure it out what would you what would your advice be to somebody young that doesn't necessarily know how to get where you are or where our friends are 
Well, one is the dedication, like not giving up. Like a lot of people want to try things and art and anything like it's your own interpretation. It's you are good enough in a world that, you know, just because it's not on a high level or you're not getting paid millions of dollars for it doesn't mean that you, you don't have a voice and you're not talented at what you do. And it's believing in yourself and really striving to keep going and not giving up. Like that's, I mean, like anything in life, it's, you can easily, you have a choice. You can give up, you know, you can stop doing what you're doing, but it takes a bigger person and a stronger person to keep going. And with all that negative shit or failures, you have, you know, you have control over that and how you want to be perceived and how you want your art to, you know, it can go deep. I can go on and on about this topic, but it's a, you know, thank you for taking the time to talk to me. And yeah, of course, I, I look at you as an inspiration for a lot of different reasons. And I wish I was creative, but I also, I can, uh, I admire your strength to keep going regardless of you how it you know? Yeah. It's learning from everything and not, like, you know, regretting and wanting to get rid of the past. It's learning. Like I finally realized, shit, I can learn from the past. And, and go forward. I needed everything to happen to get me here, to get me to this point. Like everything had to transpire in the same way it did to get me to where I'm at in the direction I'm going. Tune into our podcast, subscribe to our magazine, Find us and join us online. Visit IamAwareNow.com. We will no longer wait for permission to change the world. Together, we are Aware Now.